weird noises. Yep. It'll work. We also will have really uh, esoteric commentary about music <laughs> yes. across an entire Extremely. room. I'm across the entire room. That's yes. glorious. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm into esoteric. Mm-hmm. Who's Deal- that? Dealy Dees. Who's esoteric? Um, esoteric, also known as Stephen Oswald Tarek, um, <laughs> was a 13th century commentator in... Why not just a like a, a noble tater? Well... Welcome to the Overarching Podcast, episode 24. It is Saturday morning, December 1st, 2018. I am Bradley Rolf. I am his, I would guess, friend of four years-ish, David Lemon. And I'm Caleb Doyle. What? What? Wow. We have a we have a third person in the room today. We're in a larger room today than normal. If you can hear that in the in the if We're in my living room. Yay. Yay. And we're all alive. And Caleb Doyle is with us as a special guest host cuz everyone's special. Well, that makes it that's like downplaying Caleb. Oh. <laughs> if everyone's like, special, if, no one's special. Right. Particularly that's downplaying Caleb. Well, David, you know him better than I, so how about you describe Mr. Doyle? Well, he's an incredibly unselfish individual who has a great time at work with me because I I don't, first of all, I don't think (laughs) I would get through work as fun as I do without Caleb there, (laughs) considering we we throw stuff all the way around the room, we yell at, at obscene things at each other, and we also talk about the esoteric nature of music whenever we're listening to it. And people have no idea what's going on. And it's great. I absolutely love it. But uh, Caleb is here primarily because there's just a lot of good stuff going on in our community right now. Yeah. yeah. And he wants to share and have his input into what the future of St. Louis looks like. Also, on top of that, he's just a cool dude and his voice should be heard. Rad. Thanks for having me on the pod. You're very welcome. On the pod. Thanks for referring to it as the pod. He's here with the lingo. He is. He, he is fully indoctrinated. Yeah. You're not casting it. It's not like a, a live feed. We'll, we'll cast it later. It's, right now, it's the pod. Later, it will be the cast when I upload it. We're the cast. Well, that too. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, deep. yeah. Anyways, Caleb, where are you from? What are you doing? What are you, tell, us, tell us about yourself. Yeah, I'll tell... I'll, uh, I'll relate this all to St. Louis. So, I, I grew up... Uh, for most of my childhood in the uh, Melville, Oakville area, the Metroplex. South side? If you will, South side. The Metroplex? What's. Uh, what? I've never. Is, is that specific to that or is that just a term in general that I'm. It's just the Metro area. Okay. Okay. Um, Actually, I'd never heard the word Metroplex in. It, it, South that's County. South, maybe that's a South County thing. It, it's not. It's not. I've not heard. I've not. Much. I've not heard South County referred to as a metroplex. Although now that we've gotten into it, it makes sense. It's also. I just pulled out the word. It, it's. Uh, it's also the name of the shopping mall on The Simpsons. Okay. So, ah. There you go. Know. Was the shopping mall where they like get the the uh, angel, the artifact, the uh, 
fossilized angel when they have to build it? Is that yes. that same one? And where Ned Flanders' uh, left-handed store is. Nice. Wow. Anyway, back to you. And then uh, we lived in Jefferson County for a time uh, while I was in high school. Um, went to college at Missouri's two greatest universities. Mm. Uh-oh. University of Missouri-Columbia and Missouri State University. Uh-oh. Hold the phone. Uh-oh. Hold yeah, yeah. the phone. I know. I know I'm coming into a big Truman house here. Well, no, not really. Well, well yeah, I, this Brad guy. Brad needs to drop out twice. So no, that, I, I never, I never, went, I never went to Truman. Uh, twice. I've dropped out many. <laughs> Four times. I, 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 I've lost count of how many times I've dropped out of college. I highly recommend it. Um, uh, no, I was, I was at Missouri State for uh, for two semesters. Okay. Yeah. Sophomore year. You're a bear, kind of. You're a cub. <laughs> You're a cub, yeah. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, 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 a, I'm a bear adjacent. <laughs> some type of some type of ursine mammal. Yeah. <laughs> or I just have a yeah. man bear pig. Just like <laughs> have one arm that's just bear. Good for you. Uh, and then for two years, I lived in Chicago. Yeah. The city up north that we. Don't talk about. Oh, it's we it's fine. Like this we is, we, well, we talk crap on them. Yeah, we're gonna. We definitely talked we, about. We've them. also we've also like talked. We've also like we've lauded had an entire we've, episode we've, about we've, Chicago, and we've also lauded that city on this yeah. podcast. Like it's it Saint is a Louis, modern Saint, marvel. It's a Saint, good city. Saint, Saint Louis, the overarching the podcast about St. Louis culture, St. Louis, the suburb of Chicago. True. <laughs> and now I'm back living. Uh, in the Demun neighborhood, people don't talk about neighborhoods a whole lot in St. Louis. That's one thing I want to mention. They, Whoa, they, really? They do or they don't? Yeah, yeah. It, it's either you t- you only refer to neighborhoods, or you're like, oh yeah, I live. You always talk about where you live in relation to a highway. Like people are like, yeah. oh yeah, I live off 44. Yeah. Well, and and so I think too because we have so many because of the St. Louis County, the metro area, we have so many municipalities mm-hmm. that when you get into the city, like. You were talking about Chicago, like Chicago, the municipal, the city is huge, and so you have to break down everything by neighborhoods because the neighborhoods are functionally, you know, like as far as communities go, like what a, how a municipality operates mm-hmm. out in the county. Um, you're not, you know, politically, but just like as far as community identity goes. Yep. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, because we talk about, you know, we and Demond's kind of a, a smaller one, historic one, but I mean, people talk about. The Grove, Central West End, mm-hmm. downtown. But I, I feel like it's there's a lot more places kind of in between neighborhoods where I feel like maybe it's a little more defined. Yeah. Like, you know, like the Southampton is one that's like a... a it's yeah. a neighborhood. It's, yeah. a, it's a, you know, de- designated neighborhood, but no one you never hear anyone say, like, I live in the Southampton. Right. That's true sometimes, yeah. 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 Well, I would like to... That's why I brought it up. I would like to... Have St. Louis be like Chicago because with Chicago yeah. you've got the the actual like neighborhood, so you've got you know Lakeview and uh, Uptown, and then within that you have community areas, which is like within Uptown. There's like Buena Park where mm-hmm. I lived, and like Upper Halstead, and yeah. you know, I think it's That's a much a more interesting. You see all these like you go into little shops and you see like the maps. Yeah. of St. Louis mm-hmm. that have like all the neighborhoods outlined and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I wish people use those names more. So here's the thing. In our inner circle, we do. Yeah. We really 
refer to neighborhoods a lot. So you picked the right crowd to hang with. Yeah, I maybe I don't know. I, I'm, I'm curious now. Like thinking about this, is it is it a generational thing? Is it a I don't know. I wonder what it is. I would think it would probably be gener- be generational. Either way, well, I I want to go right into the yeah. thing that we're really excited to talk about. Yeah, with Caleb here. Yeah, and that is the announcement. And I don't have a strong opinion about this this league or about this like organization coming. Um, I am excited that it's coming to St. Louis because that means five times a year we're going to have an uptick in revenue on a particular day. And that's a good thing without real, like any real expensive expenses towards the city. Like it's not going to be a huge cut. We don't have to build things for it. We yeah. don't have to accommodate so much because um, we already have those accommodations. So where, where are they going to be? Oh, sorry, we should talk about what it is. Before. The XFL, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is coming to St. Louis. Yeah, the extreme, extreme football, football league. league. Yes. Yes. Only for those extreme enough. Yeah. Or as I like to put, wait, what was that? I wrote something. It was uh, the XFL for those um, stupid enough. What is it? No, those. It's to those who have gotten so many concussions in the NFL. They are now. Stupid enough to play in the XFL and not good enough to play in the NFL, <laughs> and that's I feel like that's what the XFL is going to be. Yeah, it's. I mean, well, so here's another thing I, I just remembered. What is the difference between the XFL and arena football? So with the XFL, the big difference is the rules um, and kind of the the vibe. Or do the, they? Do the, they both the use, je ne sais quoi yeah. Do they the, both use like hockey walls, or is there out of bounds? And oh no, the XFL is outside. Oh, the XFL yeah. is oh, okay. So okay. or indoors? What? It's on a turf field. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like on a big grass or turf. So is XFL hundred yards more like NFL than yes. arena? Yeah. Okay. And it is so. There's like a big emphasis on the rules. They there's a lot of removal of rules that impede play. So the the emphasis is like continuation of play and like extreme like fast paced you know hard hitting, so like there's no fair catches, mm-hmm. there's no um, when they don't do a kickoff they do like a rugby scrum to <laughs> at the beginning of uh, beginning of the game and just stuff like that uh, that is very like geared towards extreme fast paced yeah, yeah. you know high impact more impact. And that's the reason that I I originally reached out to David and wanted to come and talk about this is because I'm a huge, huge, huge WWE fan. And so Vince McMahon famously is the spearhead of the XFL. And he has done this before. Mm-hmm. The XFL was a thing, I guess it, it was... 2001. Like 2001, yeah. yeah. And uh, failed miserably. And Vince McMahon, out of character for him, even admits that it was a huge, colossal failure. Oh, yeah. Because the thing about Vince McMahon 
and I think this will temper a lot of this conversation. <laughs> the thing about him is that he does not live in the same reality that we live in. Well, to be fair, neither do a lot of the WWE culture right. itself, which you would right. obviously and, know right. more And he us. created that. Yeah. He yeah. Is, the, is the father of that. And so I think when you're talking about the XFL... You know, the, I, the the one thing that I have heard people say since this announcement is, do you think it's going to work again? Or, oh, this won't work again. Yeah. But it doesn't matter that's, to Vince that's McMahon. Not, that's not even no. a question. It does not matter to him. I love I love Frank Cusimano's take on this. It was, I think it was Mike Bush asked Frank Cusimano on uh, Channel 5. He was like, uh, Mike Bush was saying, all right, well... Uh, is this going to be a successful? Um, is this going to be a successful league? And Frank Guzman was like, "I have no idea." <laughs> yeah. He's there's, just there's, straight up. There's, there's he's no. Straight up, he's like, there's you no have analysis. No idea. There's no analysis that can accurately describe. There's what no will possible, like, no realm of like wonderment here. And as like, far as Vince is concerned, I, it just doesn't matter. He he has so much money, like more money than you can even fathom. And he just lives in this world. So there's this there's this term in wrestling called kayfabe, and it's a it's a term that only exists in the wrestling world. I do not know it. And basically, what it means is it is the it is the quote unquote fake storyline of the world. So like fabrication, fabrication. Yeah, I think that's probably where it comes K- from. Kayfabe. Apparently, there was a woman named Kayfabe. Who did a lot of this is like an urban legend in wrestling. Got it. She did a lot of like the storyline stuff, and so that's why when you'll see like you know Randy Orton or somebody or you know some other wrestler on TMZ, they'll give a really they'll give an interview, but it'll still be in like their wrestling persona, right? Is because half of the time they live in kayfabe, and so the XFL is as much a part of Vince McMahon's kayfabe as anything else that he does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. Could you just imagine wrestlers going out in full pads and making a show out of it? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's incredible. The Road Warriors used to do it. The ro- Road Warriors? Yeah. So Who are the uh, Road Warriors? What's his name that plays for the Rams? Laurinaitis? James. James Laurinaitis. James Laurinaitis. Oh, yeah. His dad was used one to. of the Road Warriors. To. Oh, really? And so they would come out in big football pads. They were two former football players. They come out in big football pads, and they had like one of them had a mohawk, and one of them had like a reverse mohawk, and they'd have face paint, and their whole thing was they were like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome uh, football players. In 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 wrestling. Yeah, in wrestling, and uh, so that's why a lot of times you'll see James Laurinaitis. I've seen photos of him and like little uh, action figurines that have like the spiked. Road Warrior football pads with like the face paint on it. Okay, I've seen those before. That makes yeah. sense now. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at pictures. It's yeah, it's rad. It's pretty great. Huh. Yeah, I forgot about James Laurinaitis because you know I hate the Rams. Yeah. Uh, who? Yeah. <laughs> the, good point. So the over the the center point of the Venn diagram on football and wrestling is very large. <laughs> okay. There's so, a lot that could happen. So there's a lot that could happen. A, a lot of, I think, I, I mean, I think kind of back to what you were saying, it's a good thing regardless for St. Louis, just because yeah. we get a little uptick in revenue. Yeah. 
you know, I really do think people will go. Yeah. Where oh, are they? Think, where are they gonna? Where are they gonna play? Do you know? Do they Edward have Jones. America Center? Yeah. Okay. Edward Jones. Dominic America Center. Yeah. I'm like 50 years old over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Keel. <laughs> They're uh, gonna be yeah. playing at the Keel. <laughs> They're gonna be playing at the Checkerdome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, oh my gosh. But I think it's good. I mean, I think people will go. You know, there's no football right yeah. now in St. Louis, and I think it's kind of that. Um, Did people go to football? No, that's the what to in the Saint Rams Louis? problem. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Until like Mark Bulger took the reins. Mark Bulger is our quarterback. Did you ever see that? Yes. Uh, that interview with Mike Martz. Oh my gosh! Mark Don't get Bulger me started. Is our quarterback. What was that? So he came in two thousand and four, and two thousand and five was the downfall of it all. Because I know, I know, yeah. I know, Bulger was at that era, but wasn't he was because he was the one who got injured before Kurt Warner took over and took us to glory, right? No, that was no, Trent Green. Trent Green. Oh, never mind. I was at that football okay. game. I watched Trent Green go down, and I'm a little kid, and my dad and I look at each other, and my dad looks at me and goes, "Well, there goes any hope of the Rams winning a Super Bowl in their entire existence." And we won that year. And I remember it so clearly because I hold it over my dad's head. I'm just like, hey, remember that one time where you were like, hey, we're all out of hope, and then we won it? Yeah. (laughs) But Mark Mark Bolger had some injuries, like in and outs too, though. Oh, yeah. He was was a fine quarterback. He was okay. He he was our eras back in like 2004 to 2008. Like, he was that era's... I would say Andy Dalton. No, 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 no. Not even that good. Because Andy Dalton's accurate. <laughs> yeah. He was that Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. He was a Joe Flacco. My, why are we talking about this? I don't know. I, don't know. I go into this so much. Yeah, I yeah. am so sorry. Anyway, so the point is. I am so sorry. <laughs> I think people will go uh, because there's no football in St. Louis. And I think it's kind of a you don't know what you got till it's gone thing with football yes. in St. Louis. Yeah. People are like. Oh man, I wish I would have gone. Yeah, that's exactly what's mm. going to happen. Um, so I think it'll be and even I mean, even, just, out of, and even out of just like curiosity, and who, who knows what ticket prices will be? But I'll go. Yeah, but out of pure curiosity. If it's like twenty, if it's like twenty-five bucks for a game, like for the cheapest ticket, I'll go. But if it's like this is going to be forty, 40 bucks, some forty yeah. some bucks, I'm like I'm out. Yeah, like I'm sorry. And St. Louis is a pretty good wrestling town, so I think people, you know, they'll probably do a bunch of tie-ins, as far as like, oh, look who's in the stands, you know, for this game, and have some wrestler or whatever. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I, I mean, know, I, I, can't I even think name you one wrestler besides like Randy Orton or something. I think it's a, it is a, a net neutral at the very yeah. at worst case oh, scenario. At, like yeah. very least net neutral. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because they've got the venue. I think they have to redo the turf because the turf is gone. Yeah. But, but XFL plays, pays for all that. Yeah. So. Well, that's the thing is that they uh, they exclusively played on like grass fields and turf because extreme. We yeah. want to see the mud clumps. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's been, an, it's been announced that the XFL is coming back. But what is... The best part is that St. Louis was the first city that was announced to Ooh. be part of the XFL. So, do we have more now? Which is kind of great because we kind of see ourselves as the hub of this thing now. Yeah. At this point, so it's like if it takes off, be like, well, 
St. Louis is the reason. Yeah, we're it, yeah. It, the St. Louis is the place, the reason that. And so if it like gets big, and if it goes to like sixteen teams eventually in like a decade or something, um, which it won't probably. It'll yeah. probably last maybe four years maximum. Yeah. But if it does have any success, it'd be cool to look back and be like, "Yep, St. Louis was the epicenter of this." Yeah. Like this is the Did, reason. In, in, look in what in what what great company we're in. The eight cities. Dallas, Houston. Oh, they just released this. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Was some webs? Uh, uh, yeah, like yesterday or something. Yeah. Oh wow. XFL's website. So that's right. This they thought they said they were gonna do it today or tomorrow. Yeah. Well, yeah. So uh, we got Dallas and Houston. Okay. L.A. What? New York. Hold on. What? Wait. Wait. They have a team in L.A. When they already have two NFL teams there. Yeah, but L.A. is such a huge market, and everybody in L.A. cares about sports. That's not true. <laughs> They've got they, no. The biggest, the biggest sporting event um, of the year in LA is coming up soon. Like they're kicking oh. off the season, the Oscars. <laughs> well, LA did oh, just have um, oh. that sports apocalypse. Yeah, they had sports apocalypse. What was it? Where what? every major uh, sports team in the city was playing a home game on the same day. Yes, and no. so these guys went to all five, all five. What in one day? Did it? Did it? It was awesome. Did it work? I, there guess, were, I guess there it were worked. Like, it, didn't, the, it worked. They there were like traffic, like whatever it is. K C A dot California yeah. Department of Transportation was like, do not drive on the highways. <laughs> yeah. Did these guys have like motorcycles or something? They How'd took. They, get- they took. Yes. They actually rented motorcycles. Well, because you can lane split in California. Yes, you can. Yes. Yeah, um, legally. Yeah. Uh, I was just out there. That's terrifying. Please yeah. don't lane split in St. Louis, please, because it's illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we got, so yeah, New York and LA, so the two biggest. Okay. Seattle. Okay. Tampa Bay. Weird. And DC. That one makes sense. Yeah. DC makes sense. DC makes total sense. So DC, Saint, like DC and St. Louis. Do you Louis, know why DC makes sense? Because you can have so many political figures that you can bring out as part of this K-Fab oh, yeah. scene, K-Fab oh, yeah. scene you're talking yeah. about. For sure. That'd be huge. Yeah. So wait, the closest team to St. Louis is Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. That sucks. Well, that's 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 yeah. that's crazy. That's because like is St. So, Louis going to have a team? An XFL team? Yeah. We yes, yeah. we were just talking about yeah. this. Well, no, I, I mean, I, I know they're talking about hosting five of the games. Right. That no. would be that would be half the season. It's ten right. games. It's ten games. Ten game season. Seasons. And yeah. St. Louis has one of the teams. We are the first team in the league. Gotcha. I thought to be announced. I thought it was just announced that we were no, going to no. host five of the games. No, it's not, it's not we'll like have an, a team. It's not like an exhibition style. We're getting okay. a team. Yeah. And so, um, part of my, part of my thought process about this this morning was we're all creative individuals let's come up with st louis's xfl team name. oh yeah let's and go. if we find something that works really well share and subscribe to this podcast and like it forever and make us you know known in your households oh after after i'm on this <laughs> thing and i share it on facebook we're going way yeah. to the stars are you you're like an influencer man Oh, I'm a, a, I'm a social a influencer. influencer. I, I I do ads on Instagram mm-hmm. where it's just my. Did you know I used to work with <laughs> on a poolside? <laughs> I used to I used to be uh, an influencer for uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Nelly. What? <laughs> yeah, The Rock. Yeah, that was my job. How yes. does that work? Well, uh, you'd write for them, oh. and you'd have a lot of content. 
and then you say, hey, Dwayne, hey, Nelly, uh, what do you want? Here are some things that you can post, and this is how much they're worth if you post them. And these posts are like, you literally just send it out, and it's worth $5,000. Like, we pay you $5,000. Just share this link. That's all you have to do. Did you ever talk to The Rack? I talked to Nelly. But to be fair, a lot of people from Lake St. Louis have talked to Nelly. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you were in the area, oh yeah, ninety eight and yeah. two thousand four. His mom lived out in Lake St. Louis. We used to crash his dock parties, oh, like at his mom's place. We don't have to go into that. I never did that, mom. All right, uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> we're before talking we... about how how the XFL's logo also seems <laughs> back to this, and it makes sense, Nike. Back to this, not operating in the same universe as everything else. Like yeah. if you were if you were to. Does it introduce a brand new major sports league? Your logo would look nothing like that, and the, it just makes me yeah. It's it's so like what I mean. Can we see what you're looking at? Yeah, Microsoft Paint. Oh um, yeah. You know it's it's a, it's just a big blue X with a red XFL. Yeah, it's not a great logo. Of it. It's not a good logo whatsoever. Anyways. So let's think of some team names here. So let's, let me let me just say this, this while we're talking about okay. team names, maybe to get the inspiration flowing, is okay. I think one of my favorite all time St. Louis sports teams names was the St. Louis Spirits. Spirit oh. of St. Louis. Spirit, yeah, I love the spirits. Yeah. Yeah. I like the spirits. Yeah. Because it is referential. Yes. But not too overly referential. Yes. It's a it's an alliteration. It's an alliteration. It that that font, the St. Louis Spirits yes. font is in a, a incredible. Are you looking it up right now? Yeah, just to look at. It. And I've seen it before, but I just wanted to look at it again. Um, yeah, but the it's trouble. It's super nineteen seventies. Well, super nineteen seventies. The trouble with that, I, other than the fact that it's already been used, not that that really you know takes anything out of it. I, I feel like. And because I associate that with basketball, with basketball being such a kind of clean sport, and with XFL being the antithesis to that, yeah, is 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 spirits too too much of a huh, name for an XFL team? The St. Louis, you know. What's that voice you're doing? <laughs> We do that. We do that from time to time. Yeah. That's our like political speak. It's yeah. The, the yeah. It's just a voice. Okay. Just, so so I I think that point is is well taken. It, it needs to be something a little grittier. Okay. When you think of grit in St. Louis, I think of grit in St. Louis. Well, here's a day ago. Okay, mm-hmm. KMOX had this kind of contest as well. And I think it's fair for us to list these off. Yeah. Yeah. The St. Louis T Ravs. <laughs> Boo. Dangerously hot offense and delicious. Oh God. Uh the Rivermen. It's a um an original XFL team was called the New York Hitmen. Mm. So it's kinda like close to that, yeah. but obviously. Yeah. The Carjackers. <laughs> Great. That one's funny that's, to me. That's, that one's really although, funny. Do we like it, for all of our crime? Is carjacking something we're known for? There Absolutely. was a there yeah. was a yes. heat of it 
uh, having a heat wave, a tropical heat wave. There you go. Uh, there was a, a little spat of it, if you will, uh, a couple months ago in the U City area. Yes, tons, tons, and tons. And I'm an Uber driver. Uh, oh, sweet! In the in the part time in the in the off time, so get that side hustle, bro. I was uh, pretty nervous for yeah. a couple weeks there. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm glad uh, you're here. Thank you. <laughs> The St. Louis Browns, yeah, which you know that's a big, big that's a big one two to the actual NFL because we're the original St. Louis <laughs> right. Browns, right? Uh, the anti Rams, okay. Um, the Silverbacks. Now that one, I can get into. Is like, original like gorillas? Yeah, the Silverbacks. I can get into that one. It's an alliteration. It's a new type of. Like team name, yeah. it's one that makes sense because it's a huge animal, yeah. and it's all like vivacious. I guess it doesn't gigantic. have to be St. Louis related, but I'd like it to be. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Uh, football McFootball face. Mm-hmm. Thanks, internet. Yeah, this, yay! This, I love this I, meme. Here's here's my favorite. You ready? The same lunatics. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's my. That's my. And favorite. if it's yeah, that's I I agree. I just well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you you have to. If that is the team name, like Nelly has to be part of the ownership. He's group. gonna, yeah. he's gonna, he's gonna have to write an original like theme song. Yeah, we're not the... gonna do that. That's not happening. That's like the Blues' new goal song that oh the uh, the Urge did. Yeah, which is just like dig a da da let's dig a da da go Blues That's literally it. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's a good thing they spent all that money on the Urge to write that. Ha 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 ha. You just made a pun and you didn't know it. Correct. So yes. what else do we have to say about... I, the Bluebirds. Yeah. It's a combination of the Blues and the Cardinals. Yeah. That's and it's also... A, a, the State Bird. State Bird. It is the State Bird. Yeah. I, I would go with it, but also weak. Weak. It's the XFL. The yeah. Stallions. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, St. Lunatics is the best of those. Yeah. Yeah. So those are 10, right? Yeah. What, what so, are your, do you have some original thoughts to share? Uh, I have some, but I really want to hear yours. I have none. What? I mean, I, I didn't do my homework for this. I didn't, I might, it's too early if my creativity is broken. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And then just silence for 30 <laughs> <Dead> more minutes. <laughs> well, I mean, we, uh, yeah, I, uh, because if you're going to do a St. Louis reference, it's got to be something that is um, has a, a wide appeal. Yeah. I mean, other, like, like you oh, if, you're looking, if, you want something, if you want something, like, scary and St. Louis, you could do, like, the the St. Louis Becky's Carpet commercials. Yeah. Ziz, that's a good team name. <laughs> the I like that. St. Louis <laughs> Laclede's Landing after 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> that one is really good. <laughs> I'm terrified. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um Where are all these people coming from? Are they coming out of the river? Where are all these drifters coming I from? Like, I like this one. The the St. Louis trolley. Yeah. Just the trolleys. <laughs> just straight because trolley like, cars. The, just just the trolleys. Yeah. Because we already have the trolley dodgers. Yeah. Like yeah. that's what the Dodger, yeah. Dodgers are. Yeah. So just the trolleys because it like people could make so many jokes out of that. Oh yeah, that's that's one of my my inputs should be the St. Louis trolleys. Speaking of last weekend when I was uh, 
engaging in Small Business Saturday. Yeah. I uh, went to the Loop, the Delmar Loop. You're familiar with it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, they were doing some test runs of the trolleys. Mm. And they had people getting on, paying for tickets. Loads of people. Yeah. Packed. Those trolley cars were asses and elbows. Yeah, yeah. Were they were they all in suspenders and and uh and bowler caps? They were not. A lot of white families. Okay. Mostly white families. Tell, a lot a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of uh 38-year-old white fathers telling their 8-year-old son, "You're going to be a part of history." Yeah. And the kid has uh like a, a down, a gray goose down coat open, and it's like sloppily put on. Yeah. And he's wearing like, uh, you know, sweatpants, and he's got a huge iPad. It's, it's Saturday, and he gets to dress himself today. Right. Hmm. Now, uh, uh, here's some of my other ones. I'll, I'll just throw my names in there. Yeah. Back to this topic, because... Because yeah, then we have to... We've been, we've been on XFL for a while. Right. We'll go to the next one. <laughs> so, we'll do this. The Sabretooths. That's good. Like it. See, that has nothing to do with... That's, but it's got the alliteration. It's ferocious. Yes. But also, I mean, just from where I'm from, Jefferson County, uh, Mastodon State Park. Yeah, yeah. So you've got, you know, kind of the that Mastodons. prehistoric I history. like the Mastodons. That's good. Yeah. St. Louis Mastodons, not that. bad. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of other ones that I could go on, but... Just, just give us a quick list and we'll move forward. The stags, dude. That's a local, local. Uh, yep. Yep. The St. Louis stags. That'd be that'd okay. be that'd be pretty rad. So those are my 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 inputs are the trolleys, the St. Louis stags, the St. Lunatics. I'm four. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent. If it's not that, I'll I don't know. Yeah, and say, so, man, I wish it was. My uh, my one suggestion, my one yeah, idea this, is. The St. Louis Slayers, okay, Ooh. because okay. you've got the alliteration and the mascot, former mayor Francis Slay. Oh, right. let's go, the Slayers. That would be horrible. <laughs> and I hate, I hate a that man. Small white man with a comb. Oh over my gosh, is your mascot <laughs> for an XFL I team? Mean, but, but honestly, like that's it, it fits brilliant. the bill. It fits the bill. That's so good. Could you imagine a big mascot style uh, head costume with yes. the giant Francis Slay head? Absolutely. Uh, Patron saint. I'm just gonna. Here we go. Last last team name. Yeah. The St. Louis Enigmas. Ooh. Why? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> that's what, why they're an enigma. I mean, wh- no, no. I should have. Sorry. Do it again. The St. Louis Enigmas. But what does it mean? Yeah. (laughs) I fixed it. I fixed it. Yes. Just black, all black uniforms with question marks. No numbers. What are are the animals at the zoo that are like we're famous for? Prairie dogs. For Um, real though? No. Uh, Raja the elephant. Yes. Okay. And we got elephant rocks. Okay. What's, well, the mastodon. So we might just call ourselves the, what is another name for an elephant? Pachyderm. Pachyderm. There it is. The St. Louis Pack, the Packers, the Pack, so go the pack. pack, the Packers. We could, we could be go Pack, go. <laughs> we could totally be go Pack, go. No, this is great. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh boy. I, I kind of want to like throw in like an adjective in mm-hmm. front of it, so just be like the 
the handsome stags <laughs> <laughs> or something like that you know throwing in a yeah anyways like all right backyard football yeah so you you were just talking about um the troll. We were loop, just talking about troll. the troll. Yeah, yeah, yeah which, so you, you're the only one. Of, David, have you seen it in action? I have not seen Nor it in action. Nor have I. So you have to. But so, have you seen? Did you hear this story? There's this guy. There's so many stories. This is glorious. Have you heard this one? I don't know. Uh, what, what, do you, what, you, what, what we're talking about? There's this guy. Hey, hey, everyone. Have you heard? Yeah. Did you hi, hear? Guys. Great. Did you hear? Cool. Cool. All right. All right moving on. Um, there's this guy who took. Uh, a 99.1 Joy FM sticker. Oh, no. And slapped it on the back of one of the trolleys. Oh, man. <laughs> Which is hilarious. That's good St. Louis fun right there. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, oh, yeah. the trolleys have hit two parked cars. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. guy deserves a little, like, yeah. snap, some snaps. Yeah. Yeah. So I was sitting job, at guy. the, um, I was doing a little work on my laptop, sitting at the Starbucks at Del Mar and Leland. Yeah. Right across from Vintage Vinyl. Yeah. And so there's a big station, uh, I guess a station or a platform, you yes. can call it. You could call it a platform. Outside of Fitz's. Yes. And uh, so the trolley was crossing over Leland and the traffic, because that's a three-way traffic going, yes. coming out of that parking lot and then going down Delmar. And it was as if a grenade had exploded in the middle of that intersection after the trolley passed. The cars were just like, what, where do we, what do we do? Where do, because the light had changed, I guess. And Here's they the were the best like, part about it. That is safer than some people because we try to like go through lights and all that stuff. So yeah. when you're actually in that scenario, you're thinking about what you have to oh, do. Yeah. And so you see all these like images of like cars in like India at oh, intersections. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, oh my god! There's like, there's just no ah! traffic. Yeah, there's you know. no. It's anarchy. It yeah. is straight anarchy. But it just gets the to, job done. It literally gets the job done though. Yeah. So it's fine. Like it's actually safer yeah. sometimes, oh, which yeah. is hilarious to watch people go like, oh, I'm gonna die. I just need to think about this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so that that's happening. The so, trolley. So it extends all the way to the history museum. Right. You know. Right. And at that intersection. Of Dubolliver and uh, Dubolliver and Forest Park Parkway. Yeah, there's um, a, there's a metro station there. There's a metro mm-hmm. station. They are going to build a. What is it? Uh, there's a lot of money being put into this, but I don't know how much it's gonna be. What is it like thirty two million dollar? No, it's a lot. Like maybe even a hundred million. Eh, maybe. Other way, there's a huge announcement that um, Forest Park Dubolliver Station. It's going to replace a parking the parking lot that Bad Strip Mall and um, that turnaround, which is across the Bolivar mm-hmm. um, Pearl Properties, which is currently doing that Hibernia um, structure in all of Dogtown, the big new apartment complex going in Dogtown. So they're doing that one. They are planning on 265 residential units and 33,800 like 33, square feet of ground floor retail so great so that, that it's whole, going to be a new strip so that that holds like that whole chunk basically um just west of devolver between waterman and pershing that mm-hmm. like d- yeah. disgusting little strip there gone and built up so you're gonna have a lot now the, in 2020 anyway so it's supposed right. to be done by the end of 2020 so two years um Either way, though, like that's good news for that area. Did you see they're, you see they're putting more parking in there? Yeah, they're putting 
300 spaces is what they're going to say. 342 parking spaces up to, yeah, which is a good thing, you know, underground and up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that's a that's a huge announcement. Um, you can go look up at uh, Next STL, um, see some images on there, or you can go to Pro Properties website. They'll have some images. It looks great. Honestly, design looks good. There's going to be some art installations. I think it's going to be a good decision. So um, my kind of thing with this, and forgive me, I have not listened to all the episodes of the Overarching Podcast. Who has? Yeah. Not even uh, us. Your, your mom. It, yeah, I guess she's... Yeah. <laughs> She's been, so, she's been a surprise guest star a couple times. That's oh, true. Wow. So I don't know if you all have had this conversation before. I'm sure you've touched on it a little bit. And it's all, uh, definitely a tough and dense conversation to have. Is that um, I feel like this particular project in this particular area is a pretty good example of gentrification. I was about to say. Yeah. Because that specific strip mall and that specific uh, Metrolink stop uh-huh. uh, is serves a very specific demographic. Yes, it does. Uh, of folks, and uh, so that's always my worry with that. Is of course I want to build things up, and of course I want to have some of uh, some of the gross crap pulled out you know the the nasty jet pizza or whatever is up there yeah um but are are we going to be upending and disrupting a community of people you know what i mean well it's actually it's not it's just adding stuff yeah yeah because they're, they're, so not, they're, they're not they're, tearing, they're not they're tearing, tearing down, down any, resi- any existing residential no no residential units which yeah. is like what i what i enjoy they're taking down this parts of these strips that are serving very limited purposes yeah. that there are similar things very close by, right? Which is what I'm not worried about, right? Now, if it was residential units were being like were being torn down and replacing them with extremely high priced, um, like lofts or something like that. Now they haven't listed how much these apartments are going to like cost, like the start, but it doesn't look like it's going to be like super cheap. Yeah. Um, but, but at all, the same but time, all the, but all the, the residential that's right behind there, yeah, I, you know, of course, like there's still a lot of stuff around yeah. it that's also not super cheap, right? Yeah, yeah. so I, that's I don't why think it's gonna I, be that I always think gentrifying. I always think that area is super interesting because if you look at the residences around it, I mean, obviously you have those huge mansions yeah. on like Waterman and yeah. all that kind of stuff, yeah, and you have those apartment buildings on like Clara and you know those different kind of streets. So it's always interesting to me that those strip malls are kind of, you know, uh, run down. But, you know, the thing with gentrification is beyond just the numbers of, um, you know, prices of things is disturbing, like, uh, like a culture or disturbing, like, a like a certain vibe. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if, yes. if you're putting in like, uh, uh, artisan coffee shop that serves like kombucha and stuff like that. It brings a certain um, different demographic that kind of upends the community culture. Right where where you're where it doesn't yeah it doesn't it doesn't serve that local community. It just takes the benefits of the you know existing real estate. Exactly. So I think that's always a conversation to have, and it's like it's such a double edged sword. Hundred percent, yeah. It's it's so hard because you know you want, and it's it's one of those things where 
you know, gentrification, once again, it's so broad, and you have to have the, like, gentrification isn't the only, isn't always, isn't only a problem, and it's also not the only, we look at it a lot as an example of, you know, how bad we are at maintaining affordable housing for everyone, or how bad we are, you know, kind of like that, um, but there's a lot of other just general public policy failures oh, yeah. that are just, you know, endemic going on. So it's like, you know, and it's, it's one of these things too where it's like, man, if I if if I knew who to talk to, where to talk to, who to vote for, what to give my money to, to like, where where is the good public policy around? Because I don't think you can ask anyone and say, hey, you know, should we have affordable housing available to everyone like no one's not no one but like a very small minority of people would say no that shouldn't be available but then it's a question of well how do we accomplish that and who pays for it yeah um but but i think i think that financially as a society we're capable of it without you know doing terrible damage but it's just a matter of how do we get there yeah Hmm. All right. Next point I want to talk about. It's very similarly, like similar in the same yep. vein. So there is a redevelopment planned. Um, this is all like this is all new news from November about redevelopment in downtown West. So where Schlafly is downtown. Yeah. Um, there is going to be a uh, like there's seven major projects going on right now in downtown West. Uh, obviously, one is Jefferson Arms. Um, so another is the municipal courts. So there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Um, and so there's... It's called Abbott Properties. Um, there's a $32 million development. It's called the Locust Cal- uh, Co- la, 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 Collaboration District Center and Park. And it, it's just that. Say that again? <laughs> yeah. The Locust Collaboration District Center and Park. They need a better name. LCDCP. Oh, yeah. LCDCP. Good. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, it's, there is an overgrown, like, it was a city-owned lot in downtown West. They're turning that into a park that looks really, really cool, actually. So, go to uh, Chris Stritzel's um, Mm -hmm. um, com, which is becoming City Scene STL. That kid... That kid is good at finding this information. Um, so there's images and renderings of what the lot's going to look like. Um, so it's going to be an innovative district, collaborative units. They're basically redoing um, some some lofts and warehouse area. They're turning it into a collab space, like mm-hmm. kind of like T-Rex downtown. And it's an innovation space, essentially. So it's going to be good. That's really huge news um, for downtown West. Um, and then... <laughs> Moving just a little bit further from downtown west into central west end, out of business development, we're going to go back to sports for a quick second. Oh, yeah, we lost. No, we won. We won? I thought we lost at chess. Oh, oh, the chess we did. Fabiano. Yeah. You're you're referencing Fabiano? Yeah, because there was like the Grand Master Championship of the World. Yeah, the the World 
the World Chess Championships. Yeah, it just happened and we lost. And Magnus Carlsen being the three-time remain, reigning champion. Yeah, but um, he was he was scared. He was running scared a little bit. Apparently. He was running scared. They they tied twelve matches in a row. There were draws twelve yeah. matches in a row against Fabiano, and this is a traditional style of chess yeah. between the two of them for twelve games. And Magnus Carlsen afterwards was like, I couldn't beat him. There's no way I could beat Fabiano. There's zero way I could beat Fabiano playing traditional chess. And then they had to play speed rounds mm-hmm. for three. Like, And then Magnus Carlsen just whooped them in three straight. Whoop. Three straight. Magnus Carlsen won some speed rounds. Dude. So, well, Which just goes to show you Magnus is superior because his brain works that way. Right. But at the same time, that's pretty high praise coming from, yeah. you know, Magnus to say Fabiano. They're both 27. Okay. I think Magnus is 27. I'm not sure. What other, Fabiano what, other what other sports are happening in the Central West End? Well, there's the St. Louis College of Pharmacy. You ever heard of this <laughs> university? Oh, oh. oh. you knew about this. Yeah, you knew about this. Yeah, yeah. So their mascot is, oh, oh my gosh. What's, what, do they play badminton? They do play badminton. They, they have a badminton team? They do have a badminton team. That was, that was now, a throwaway joke, but oh, my, I'm, I apologize. Uh, the bad, honestly, badminton is like not just to walk this back as a joke. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. If you ever see Either like, way, we're not talking about badminton. Okay, well. The St. Louis College of Pharmacy, great school. Probably the one of the top pharmacy schools in the nation. Yeah. Um, They're... Their mascot? I'm, I'm sorry. Are you going to say it? Yeah, Go you ahead. Gotta, no, you got to do it. Their mascot, because I just looked it up, yep. is named Mortimer McPestle. Yes, yes. And he is a, what is he? A eutectic? He's a eutectic. Uh-huh. Which is named for the process of combining solids to make liquid. Eutectics. Mortimer McPestle. The and he eute- looks <laughs> like a little goblin man. He's the craziest. Yes. Go Utes. Go Utes, baby. Oh, put him up, baby. Mortimer. Anyways, they have a basketball team. They nice. are D3, I believe. D3 in the NCAA. Yes. That's a big deal. I, I'm not sure if that's the truth, but I also need to look that up. Either way, the, the best part about this, they are the worst team in basketball. <laughs> like the worst team in all of college basketball. I mean, you say the worst, but like, what does that mean? They have a 106 game losing streak. And how many games are played... In a season. It's around like 26 or 27. So, okay. I was just I was on their website. It's NAIA. It's not D3. Uh, NAIA is not D3. Correct. Right. Thank you. I appreciate you Back looking check. that up. But still. Anyways. But still, it's 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 like. It's, it's the a- St. Louis College of Pharmacy men's basketball team ended their 106 game losing streak Thursday night. They defeated Lindenwood University Belleville <laughs> by 11 points. Nice. And here's the that's thing. That's the best part. Yeah. Is their win wasn't just like, oh, this was like a close game. Yeah. It was like 11 points is, that's a handy victory. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we beat them. We yeah. deserve to beat them by 11 points. So, <laughs> and Frank Usamano with the best quote I've ever heard from him say, these are some happy freaking pharmacists. This is the most I've ever seen pharmacists this happy in my entire life. I was like, yes. Mortimer McPestle got slashed. Yes. He has, dude, he has, Morty, Morty the Eutectic has his own Twitter account. Oh and you need God. to follow it. I will. Go Utes. Yeah, dude. Oh, my gosh. Good stuff. 
Way to go, Utes. That's uh, great. Congratulations, well, guys. Well deserved. Yeah. With an 11-point victory over the far less superior yeah. Belleville Lindenwood. Yeah. Lions. Not yeah, not even Lindenwood. Uh, the Belleville the, campus. They're not the Lions. Uh, on at the Belleville's campus. Yeah, Belleville's campus. Let's look at this up. Lindenwood, Belleville Athletics. They are known as the Lynx. The Lynx. The Lynx. It still starts with an L. Yeah, yeah, and it's still a cat. Yes. Also, so ah. so what? So this is this is great. So this, I, is this turning over a a new leaf in their program? Are they going to go on to dominate the next? Next several matchups. I will not rest until Mortimer McPestle is cutting down the net. What? Who are they playing next? I don't know. Oh, I do know. Harris Stowe. Oh, they, they, they'll, they'll lose. Lose. Handily. I will not rest until we have one shining moment video with Mortimer McPestle with the championship hat on, cutting yes. down the net on the ladder. Absolutely. That's that's the dream. Yeah. All right, so there's that. Also, local uh, high school, Ledoux Horton Watkins. Oh, go Rams! Yes, just took their first state championship over hey. MICDS Mary Institute of Country Day Schools, who are also known as the uh, Rams. Rams are they also the Rams? Yes. So the Rams Beat the face Rams. the Rams. Go Rams, baby! At Mizzou. <laughs> That's the best part. They didn't even play it like Edward Jonestown. They, you know, it's good to see some rich kids get a break for once. It really is. That's what I gotta say. You know, I, I really have wait, to wait, say. Wait, you know, as a, as a po- against the other rich kids. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad the it's, rich kids finally beat the rich kids. So this was like best case scenario. You have rich kids going up against even richer kids, and it's just like a, a you know, classic underdog story. The best, the best part about it is the public school rich kids won. Yeah, yeah. and they beat the private school yeah. rich kids. That so. actually does kind of feel better <laughs> for me so, right i'm so, like oh i kind of do like that yeah and here's the thing there are some like middle class like lower middle class people Definitely. that go to ladue Watkins. so there is some like shining hope in that whereas if you go to micds you're already like okay we're not i, I promised myself i wouldn't talk about high schools on this podcast David. <laughs> lemon Calm yourself. <laughs> we can't talk about high schools. I mean, we, whatever. We cut now to David's Shibby. internal monologue. Shibby. All right. All right. Um, yeah, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about like beer instead or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Actually, I do have a topic hands. on beer. <laughs> I do have a topic on beer. I, 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 was, I was like, oh, yeah, good segue. Not a good segue, but a segue nonetheless. I do have he's a topic. Got a, he's got a topic. This is exciting. Did you hear about this? Do you, do you know about this? I don't know about there this. There is something hey, coming listeners, next Did fall. you hear about this? Hey, internet. <laughs> Tell the us. great... North American Oktoberfest is coming to St. Louis next fall. No. So, so where was it? Where was it? Is it, they, it hasn't existed. Oh. Oh. We have the inaugural. So if you're going to throw a huge Oktoberfest party, you have to go where? Munich. Munich. Yeah. Because that's where Oktoberfest is. Yeah. And the only one. And you've been. Yeah, there are other there are other ones throughout Germany and oh, but Austria. But it's like it's like, like if you're going to go to Mardi Gras, where do you go? New Orleans. No, right, exactly. Or Soulard, which Soulard has like we have like the second biggest. Uh, yes, to New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. It you get soused. That's that place is disgusting. Yeah. Anyways, um, so there is a release that uh, Fox. No, 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 no. Let's see. Da, 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 NBC Five, Channel Five, uh, Jordan Palmer. Release this information. So it will be taking place on Friday, October 4th through Sunday, October 6th, no. 2019. So far away. Why? Why isn't it in September? I 
I don't know. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, no, I because we can't compete with the Munich one because because of who's gonna be here. Who is gonna be here? Um, well, big names in German beer. Oh, correct. So yes, there will be there will be a scheduling conflict because they'll no they'll they'll still be able to do it. Anyways, at any rate, so it will feature beers from German breweries. Yeah, and so these breweries like. Uh, Luvenbroi and Hackershaw and all these big big name ones, Polliner, yeah. are gonna be here in this city and they're expecting two hundred thousand visitors wow. at this event. So they don't know where it's gonna take place. I for one want it outside of Forest Park. Chesterfield I, Amphitheater. I don't want it there. Oh, no. I don't I want it somewhere where local retailers and local businesses will also get attention. Mm, So if you think about this, what's the spot that makes perfect sense for this to take place? Um, And you could do it in throughout like the different areas of this space. The America Center Convention Center. No, no, Uh, no. It has to be outside. uh, It has to be outside. Tower Grove Park. Um, no. that's, a, that's a thought, but they don't allow weird yeah. I mean, the well, they festival, do festival of nations. But, nations. Um, oh, that's right. Uh, 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 give me a, give me a quadrant. Give me a, in the, in the city limits? Within, within the city, around the city, in specific areas. Yes. Um, what? Here's my thought process. Yeah. yeah. Feed us, David. You have it in downtown. In downtown. Okay. Well, the, yeah, okay. Yeah. You have it in different locations. All throughout downtown, with the main one just being Keener Plaza. Okay. And you have an arch grounds. Arch grounds, and you have a big area of ballpark. Oh, but they're not going to be done constructing it. At that here's point. the here's the other complicated thing. But you have it in just different areas. The, the, I, I like that idea a lot. The complicated thing is a festival like this. Uh-huh. You have to be able to meander the festival grounds with an open container of alcohol and if you have different zones they have to be connected somehow yes i agree with that and here's the other one uh i think you do it in midtown like grand center like yeah. the big like like ball urban chestnut like yeah. where they have theirs yes eh, yeah yes yes but also urban chestnut has theirs yes. there so like what's I don't know. I'd be, that'd be just kind of weird. It would be kind of weird because because Urban Chestnut this past year they uh, already like expanded and, like they're already taking over like that whole you know they got the street blocked off uh-huh. they expanded into the Circus Flora tent yeah. this year, um, so yep for something and, and how many do we know how many people came to that I'm sure somebody has those numbers but if two hundred thousand is the thing I I don't know how how well that'll work unless you like just take an even bigger block but. Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities here. The worst one being Forest Park. Just don't don't do that, please. Don't ruin Forest Park. Also, the even worse one being Chesterfield. Please, for the love Can of God. I, I don't know if you guys do hot takes on this there. podcast oh, ever. We, that's all that's we do. That's all we do. Here's my hot take. Chesterfield's not St. Louis. That is... Chesterfield <laughs> and St. Charles. I'm so sick of talking to people who are like... Oh yeah, dude. Hey, St. Louis born and bred. Love St. Oh, I bleed St. Louis. And I'm like, oh yeah, where 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 are you from? Where you live? Where'd you grow up? Oh, Chesterfield. Oh, <laughs> you grew up in Missouri. 
But you didn't grow up in St. Louis. There was, there was at some point, I don't know if there was an actual proposal or just talk about Chesterfield trying to like, uh, like secede from St. Louis County and make their own county. There was. I didn't even think they point. were. Are, are they on the edge of St. Louis they're, County? They're they're within St. Louis County. Yeah, they're on the you know they they border uh, the river. Um, yeah. And whatever, so they you know they border St. Charles County, but Chesterfield is is large, but it's yeah. com- it's within St. Ch- St. Louis County. Yeah, I mean there are parts of it where I think you get away with saying yeah, you live in St. I, I Louis. Think, I think I think Chest. I, well, I would say Chesterfield is as much St. Louis as any other. And I grew up in Maryland Heights. You yeah. know, it's so like in St. Louis County, we you know did things. You know, we would go to the zoo, we would go to the ball game, we'd go to Forest Park, we you know, and we do things. You know, and I feel much more i've gotten much more attuned to the beating heart and soul of this city and the neighborhoods in the past five years of my life because i live closer and i have friends who live in those neighborhoods and i spend more time in those areas um but you know and i i agree that there's there's certainly a a marked cultural divide there and and there's the you know, stereotypical Chesterfielder who, yeah, the, the county, the West County folks who just like live in West County and, you know, maybe they go to a couple ball games, yeah. maybe they go to a show at the Fox, but they don't hang out in those neighborhoods. Yeah. You know, they, they, they pay, you know, the highest price for parking or valet or whatever to get in and out of there as quickly as possible. We're here for this thing. We're experiencing culture. Right. Yep. So. They want to run into anybody who doesn't look like me or my family. Yeah. Accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the my other thought. Do you know that the new space, the new building that they're, um, the new hospital that they're adding on to Slough Hospital. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's a lot across the street from there that is just completely empty. Yeah. Yeah. And it just goes for days. Yeah. That's the other thought. So you're really close to Grand. At that point, yeah. Because the other thing is, I would, I would, I think it should, especially with you know, two hundred thousand people expected, it had better be near a MetroLink stop, right? Yeah. Which is why I think it should be held downtown at Keener and the Arch Grounds. Like then you have multiple Metro stops options, right? You have within walking distance. You've got Laclede's and you've got uh, Bush Stadium and you've got Pine Eighth and Pine. Yeah. You've got three right there, so that's I, I genuinely think that's the best bet because you have the you've got like new spaces with Keener Plaza. You've got this new space in front of the old courthouse, and then you've got the Arch Grounds itself, and you've got that really cool amphitheater area by the Arch Grounds that you could hold like a huge tent down at the bottom. And have an outdoor like venue for some huge giant polka band, whatever, yeah. outside. It's it's the best bet. And yeah. then even better, you've got parking at Laclede's Landing right there, yeah. and you've got there's, some of it there's, anyways. There's, there's plenty of there's there's plenty of parking downtown. Yeah, and Laclede's is going to be a lot better in a year because we know. Yeah, like the, yeah. The, the progress that's being made right now. You're at seeing it Land, every day. We're seeing it every day. It's going to be awesome. If people start, if businesses start moving into those spaces and they start doing what they did in our building, yeah, it's gonna really take off. Yeah, it should. It really should take off. Well, 
Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, we're getting around to that time to wrap it on up and give our final closing thoughts. Did we talk about food at all? Uh, no. Um, I, oh, I went, oh, uh, go ahead. Talk about Ben Paremba. I was going to say, because I went to a place we've talked about before for the first time recently. So did I. Um, and have you got, is there some, some restaurant or food thing? I was going to mention something. Yeah, go for it. You take it away. So I just went to, um, this week I went to Layla for the first time. Yeah. Uh, in the Grove. Good decision. They're yeah. building one here in Webster. We just talked about. Are they? Yeah. Um, I had heard about it. Um, first of all, Layla is an incredible name for a restaurant. Why is that? I just like the idea of because it's just a name. You just like a, the f- the phonetics? Yeah, just the way it rolls. It off. rolls off your tongue. Layla. Layla. It's a beautiful name. It make it evokes, I've never met a girl named Layla. I haven't either. I think I if I do, I'll marry huh. her. But she spelled it different. Oh. Um, I, I love the name for a restaurant. Just having the name of a person be the name of a restaurant, I think, is interesting. Obviously, it has to be the right name. Yeah. You couldn't call your Dave. restaurant. Yeah, Steve. Welcome to Bradley's. <laughs> no, no, no not, Bra- no. not Bradley's. Bradley. <laughs> Brad's. <laughs> just Brad. Br- just Brad. Brad. Hey, Welcome go, to go, Brad. Go, go, get, go, go to Brad. Go to Brad. It's a di- it's a diner called Brad. Go get some coffee and pipe. Best Brad. real American diner, Brad. Hey. hey, all right. Well, now I know what I'm doing with my life. So <laughs> I went to Layla and got a um, got a uh, a burger, a burger because yeah, you you're did. supposed yeah, you to. And we we got the uh, red pepper hummus mm. and pita as an appetizer. Yeah. Oh baby, I'm not a huge hummus guy. Uh, like I'll engage with it, you know, every once in a while. If it's in the room. If it's know. in the yeah, if it's on the table, <laughs> I'll take a swipe with some pita. Yeah. Uh, but boy, the pita was so warm, and the red pepper hummus was so fresh, and uh, they have very good dipping sauces for their fries. That apricot ketchup. Yeah. Um. So big, hard recommendation for Layla. Um. Little, little on the pricey end. Yeah, it can yeah. be. Yeah. Little on the pricey it's, end. It's like you know, it's it's. I would say it's 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 a. It's it's adequately priced. It's not yeah. you know it's not a, it's not an everyday meal. It's not fancy, but you're gonna you're gonna spend some money, but it's gonna be more or less worth it. You're getting quality ingredients. That's one thing. Fresh quality ingredients. That's for sure. The environment was really cool. Um, so that's my hard recommendation for Layla. All right, Bradley. Yeah. Um. I just went to Frisco. Uh. On my birthday, over over in Webster. Yes. Old Orchard Webster. Um. That place was rad. I had this. Uh. Like blackberry gin bramble cocktail which was so very good um and i got like i kind of well with my entree i kind of went boring because i was just like i was I, I had to get to rehearsal and i also was just uh I, don't know, I wasn't feeling super hungry so i got like the grilled cheese but still like super solid they did like grilled cheese they got like the bacon and the apple slices in there mm. and the fries mm. just, like so it was it was good um that was great but what we also got we got the um farm cheese pierogies for an oh, appetizer wow. oh my goodness and they got with this like cinnamon maple sauce whatever that uh, like i want to i want to go back I, i'll get the pierogies probably about every time i go because they're wonderful um but i wanted they have like hand pies um and i wanted to go after one of those too wow but cool it was a good, it was a good spot it was a good vibe i finally went to olio yeah on thursday Ben Ben Paremba's restaurants. Yeah. And their hummus is exactly what everyone says it should be. Also, they they made a Negroni Dior. 
It had no Campari in it. It was like a white Negroni? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've oh. heard of those before. It was, it was amazing. It's delightful. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, it's, yeah. Anyway, so good job on them for that. And uh, the the best part, I, I love the atmosphere, man. Yeah. So Ben Paremba does a fantastic job in this city. Um, he is currently going to open um, a new concept called AO & Co., it's a specialty market and coffee and tea shop in Botanical Heights in January, and I'm really excited about it. Where it's really Bo- small. Where in Botanical Heights? Don't know. Um, I don't know the exact location either way, but it's going to be offering the hummus, the olive oil, and the egg salad that he's like really famous for, and all sorts of different. In 2016, he had an idea for like this Jewy, uh, Jew. Yikes! Wow, exit like exit left, David. Yeah. Wow, Yikes. Jewish. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say Jewish deli, yeah, and oh, it yeah. came out Jewy. You're safe. Woo! You're safe. Yeah. Holy, I'm part Jewish. Okay, Heaven so I'm allowed Troy. to say. No, this. don't don't follow it up with that. We forgive you, but just it was a slip of the tongue. It was not even a slip of the tongue. It was just a. It was a slip. It of was the a trip tongue. of the, It was a trip over the tongue. Either way, slip a of the Jewish tongue means you were deli concept. Heavens to Take that as you will, America. <laughs> um. Aon Co. It's after his kids, so Aviv, Amri, and Cosette. Oh, so A nice. O and Co. Well, that's great. That's oh, that's and wonderful. So, but yeah, the like name that. of his yeah. the name of his company is uh, Benjelina because his wife's name is Angelina, I think. Okay. And his name's Ben. So yeah. Benjelina is the name of their company. They own Elia, Olio, Nixta, um, the Benevolent King. Yeah. All these different restaurants around town. He's I three time runner up, James Beard. Mm. I'm really, in, really intrigued by chefs who have a series of restaurants. Uh, I think that's such an interesting thing. Yeah, like, like Drug Craft. Yep. There's a guy in Chicago, and I I, fa- I fail to remember his name, of course, uh, but he owns like Big Star, um, Avec, uh, Acheval, a bunch of these like really popular, you know, like. Um, kind of upscale restaurants mm-hmm. and uh does I've he seen, own the dawson i don't think so okay but he's like the head you know the head chef and yeah writes the menus and and uh open all these restaurants and i just cool. think that idea in any city just devoting yourself to a city and opening yeah. all these really interesting yeah. that's what new Ger- restaurants. That's, yeah. gerard Kraft and ben Paramo are like staples here yeah those two guys have a big big staple big footprint here i think that's all right interesting We've been talking for a long time, and I've gone yep. racial somewhat. So I, that's a good that's a good sign that we need to end. Um, I'm David Bradley Caleb. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. This, this is great. Rad. Listen, subscribe, and uh, we'll 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 talk to you. You know, on the next one, I guess. Actually, we'll talk to each other. You can talk to us on your own time. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me. I uh, I I'm sure I'll be back at some point. Yes. Right. We um, uh, if you like Caleb, let let us know. Tell if us you don't like Caleb, don't tell us. We don't want. It'll, his, we his we don't want to know. We don't want to know. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys.